Lego. Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Brick. I'm your host, Garrett. And for today's designer interview, we're gonna be talking to another designer that is located on Instagram and Flickr, Oscar or Oscar Cedarwall. And you'll probably know them by the handle O0GER. Oscar, I just wanna you know thank you first for coming on and uh, taking the time to talk with us today. Yeah, hi, thanks. So. Uh, Oscar, definitely uh, interested in a lot of your builds, so we'll get to talking about that. But let's let's first talk a little bit about you. Where where are you from, and you know what do you like to build? So yeah, I'm I live in Sweden, and uh, I'm uh, 40, 42 years old. I work in um, IT. I mostly like to build science fiction stuff and uh, some architecture. I always start with asking, you know, we all have our minifigures that we we see yeah. all over the world and our sig figs what what do you think would be your signature figure what would represent mm. you yeah okay well I'll, um i'm most, i'm really not that interested in minifigures actually but i've uh i've come to realize maybe that my minifigure if i would like build myself as a minifigure it wouldn't be very exciting <laughs> i think i have mostly jeans and a sweater so I think the the minifig would have dark blue pants, like a gray torso. I would choose a f- uh, head that would have uh, black glasses because yeah, that's what I have. And short haircut, like maybe dark brownish, something like that. And I've also thought about what kind of uh, accessory I would have. And that would probably be a black laptop as a computer because I work in IT and uh, I build some digitally and uh, a lot of the AFL community stuff happens on online. So mm-hmm. I, I, I see it a lot in front of a computer. I think that would be it. And maybe a brick separator. It's, it's a little uh, too yeah. big for a minifigure, but yeah, I use a brick separator a lot. I'd love if Lego came out with a minifigure sized brick separator. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that's like cool. an opportunity that they they definitely are missing because that would show like being an AFL, like oh look a minifigure with the brick separator uh, to represent right. our, our little tool. Mm-hmm. Um, very very cool. Uh, so you know you talked about your IT background a little, but now as as we move into the Lego, how how long do you think you've been working and building with Lego? I think I have a like a I played with Lego as a kid. And I also have, mm-hmm. yeah, as an AFL, I've been building since uh, 2013, I think. So I've had a long dark age, as we call it. Uh, so I, I think I have to split it up in two periods. And as a kid, I was I was introduced to Lego. Uh, I, I can't even remember. I, I must, maybe I was three or four years old. So I've, I've been constantly playing with Lego as a kid. Up until maybe as um, I was about 15 years old, something like that, when I realized that the other kids didn't play with Lego anymore, so that that it wasn't like okay to do it. But I I I was always I had the interest of like shapes and uh, design, and um, later on I discovered that there were a lot of, of cool Lego designs on the 
internet i think it was maybe around 2010 i started to discover um, adult builders online just realizing that oh you can build really cool stuff i was really intrigued and um, i didn't think i would start building again myself until uh, it was um 2011 that we bought a house i got like a whole basement what we call a hobby room in the basement and i just thought that yeah maybe i'll just try to build something with my old like childhood lego and see what happens so that's when i did my first mock as an afl and that was about 2012 but then i um i was a bit disappointed in like the i all the parts the pieces had like bite marks and uh they were yeah the colors had faded and the clutch power was not was what it used to be so that's when i started to buy my own lego as an adult and that was i think maybe around 2012 2013 and then i started building my own stuff uh, more frequently getting a Flickr account and uh, yeah started poster posting stuff online and when you started posting on Flickr, were you nervous at all because you know this is the first time you've been building um and just jumping into it like that mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's a good question uh, i i don't really recall um I'm, i think i was maybe the first thing i did um maybe in 2011 2012 i i started to uh, visit we have a lug in sweden called swebrick and uh, mm-hmm. they also have a, a forum so i started to just stalking the forum and uh, i had an account but i didn't post anything and just looked around and see what other people built and i think i just felt that yeah i, I didn't feel like there was so much much of prestige and uh, that basically i could just post anything so I, I wasn't really worried. And also when you start out at Flickr and you don't have any followers, well, you don't, you don't really know if anyone will ever find your, your images. I mean, who would look at my stuff? And uh, so I wasn't really worried about that, no. That's, that's true because Flickr, it's so funny to think about because a lot of people are like, well, the only place you should see Lego is on Instagram now. Mm-hmm. But every Flickr and like even before Flickr, those were the original places to put all your builds and yeah like the true lego builders are always on Flickr. yeah i think it's they have there's a really uh, active afl community on Flickr, i'd say and i think a lot of them have moved from maybe mock pages before i think i think the uh, it's called mock pages um, I think mm-hmm. it's dead. It's I think it's dead now. But that was kind of a forum or message board for Lego builders. And uh, I think a lot it moved to Flickr. I don't really know why and when, but there there is a still a very active community on Flickr. I I tend to I prefer the the community on Flickr actually because Instagram is great to uh, to reach out and to many people not not only people who are interested in lego maybe just people are interested in toys or just cool designs but but it's also very it's just it's very short uh, you get a very short attention you have like you post something and maybe a lot of people see it but then it's just goes down to the bottom of the list and there's there's so much going on on instagram so it's it's just easy to disappear in the in the huge quantity of other images and lego builds and um 
So I, I think Flickr is great because there are a lot of builders that I've been following for a long time. And, uh, and we have like discussions and uh, if you, if you tell them if that you need, you want feedback, you always get good feedback. And uh, yeah, I think that's the, I like Flickr, Flickr more than Instagram just because of that really. Yeah, like you said, the community, I think, is better because it's not just like, oh, cool post. Let me press the like button. Keep scrolling. Like people take yeah. the time to definitely take a look at all the parts of your build. And if they have a comment, they can even take a little snapshot in your picture. Like, hey, how did you do this antenna or this rounded section? Because yeah. um, you get to do, like you said, uh, and also like higher detailed photos, too. Hmm. Yes, uh, yeah, high resolution, and mm -hmm. um, there are, there are a lot of groups in Flickr. I think that's the also what separates it from Instagram a lot. That in Instagram you have like hashtags that you can follow, but the groups in Flickr are more. There's actually you can have closed groups that uh, you only get allowed if you're invited. And you can have uh, moderation. You can have actually you get a message board for every for every group, so you can have like discussions uh, on a specific topic. There are a lot of uh, like events, competitions, uh, co uh, contests that that are based around the groups. I think that's a, a good way to handle it. So I I try to follow the uh, you know in in now in September we had the Simon Liu started the ship timber in the mm -hmm. shipyard group so there there's like a a message board in the group on Flickr where we discuss all uh, our ships we post images when we build the ships and uh, there are some other annual events like that like uh, February where you where you're supposed to build a rover or now it's uh Mactober if yeah, you know it's funny because there's so many that I've actually never known. Um, I, <laughs> okay. I I didn't know September or not September, excuse September until mm -hmm. recently, and then now it's October, and I guess I should just see what every month is. So, like as you said, what did you say, Rover or Ro February? February. 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 Uh, I need to write these down because uh, I need to participate, I guess. Um, and, and I don't so, know. I mean, I think it's maybe, I, I think it started in, in, at Flickr and it's uh, now it's getting, I think it's September was also on Instagram this year. Yeah, but there are so a lot maybe of little transition the, to them, but like Instagram and Flickr kind of yeah. blending together yeah, a little I bit. So. I think so. Um, and as you as you continue to build, as we talked about at the beginning, you said you really enjoyed doing um, mocks that are sci-fi related. So yeah. talk to me about that. What got you into the sci-fi and building uh, ships and rovers and space stuff? I don't know. I've just been fashion fascinated by science fiction since I was a kid. I watched Star Wars, and uh, I think I get a lot of inspiration from from that and just thinking about science fiction stuff and uh, uh, also so yeah of course Star Wars is a big source of inspiration and uh, also uh, like cyberpunk um, that you get from a lot of manga and anime like Ghost in the Shell 
mm-hmm. and uh, Blade Runner, you know, that uh, dystopian, uh, yeah, dark future. I don't know why, but it, it triggers my imagination. And uh, it's, it's, it's been like that since I was a kid. What I felt like when I started building with Lego was that I immediately felt like I had a, like an outlet for my creativity that I didn't have before. I tried, I tried to draw stuff and I tried to like build stuff in uh, 3D software. I never quite felt like I could get the images that I have in my head out into the medium that, that I was trying to, to use. But when I, when I started building with Lego, I just felt that, like I could actually pour, <laughs> pour imagination out of my brain into this Lego build. Uh, and that was a very fulfilling experience for me and still is. And as you, you know, as you pour the, these ideas out, do you have these ideas and write them down and start building? Or do you just go downstairs and just start, start going at it and start building uh, with the bricks you have? I'm, mostly it starts in two ways, I think. I, I build stuff from my own imagination. And sometimes I also see like an image that I like. Uh, I follow a lot of artists on uh, Instagram and uh, artists like uh, Ryan Church, Ian McHugh. Like they, they work mm-hmm. as conceptual artists for um, like Disney. Often I get inspiration from what they what what they draw, and um, I think about that. Yeah, maybe that I could build that, or uh, and then I start building, and sometimes I just feel like no, this won't work, so I just drop it. And sometimes it works, so I'll, I'll just uh, I start building and I start looking at the parts I have, and um, I really like to use parts that that many people would wouldn't consider usable like big parts and uh, a lot of bionicle hero factory stuff like and old parts like galidor I, I really enjoy trying to use those old parts in my builds and and uh, sometimes that's that's how i start a build as well i just it doesn't start with an with a clear image i just start experimenting with some of the parts i have for instance i just uh, take a hero factory armor shell or something and i just flip it around in my hand and I think, what can I use this for? And then I get an idea and I just see if it works and I start building. Also don't, when, when I when I look at the, the part, I don't think immediately like minifigure scale. Uh, I just think in just every scale. I mo- mo- I mostly I build micro scale. I, I build some minifigure scale as well, but I try to, when I just experiment with parts, I try to don't, to not get stuck in the in this in the minifigure scale. Yeah, I like the micro scale because it almost adds that extra challenge, but then you can also give some really cool detailing where, you know, as you said, um using unique parts, you can use the trophy figures to scale down to that micro scale and the ships now look yeah, massive yeah. even though they're maybe 5 or 6 inches long. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's they are. Yeah, the 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 trophy figures are good. Could just because sometimes you need like just some some way of of realizing what's what scale the build is in. They're good for that. They are, and I I like it especially with yours the space figures that they used for um what was that the yeah, Saturn Five set. You yeah. can definitely use those. Yeah, and you know you don't just build spaceships, but you have like mechs as well. Um, and yeah. uh, 
larger, larger ships, what gives you the inspiration to change it? Because instead of just focusing on those smaller builds, you, you'll jump into uh, a larger build and something like a, I really liked your Junker Town Winston, which I'm guessing mm-hmm. is, that's from a video game, correct? Um, yeah, that's, that was um, from a contest on Lego Ideas. The contest was that you should uh, build a character from Overwatch in, uh, I think, uh, I haven't played Overwatch myself, but uh, there is something called uh, Junk Town or Junker Town, I think. It's a kind of a junk, junkyard map in the game where some of the characters come from. So the contest was that you should just take one of the characters from Overwatch and redesign them uh, as if they were would have been uh, like born or uh, that that they would come from this junker town uh, map so um i uh, yeah I've, I've had the the idea to use the uh, the head that i used for that build particularly is from uh, uh one of the lego what's it called uh, legends of chima and they had these uh, really large figures so it, it was called the gorsan the gorilla and i really wanted to use that head and uh, i i just uh, looked through the 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 characters in, in overwatch and i i really liked the character of uh, winston and he, he's like a huge gorilla that's been genetically uh, enhanced to have, be more intelligent and uh, he has this really large gun that he carries around and i i wanted to just uh, transfer that to the junkie town uh, feel so i gave him a really huge like chainsaw no it's not a chainsaw it's more like a it's a blade blade saw circular saw circular saw yeah that's yeah. that it's really cool it looks you know you have you can see the gorilla and using the face um but then you you've definitely adapted it to be very mech like mm-hmm. yeah yeah I've, I've added a lot of uh, armor plates and uh like stuff that just would look like you could find it in a junkyard. And, you know, these builds, are they just for yourself or do you ever build for others? I only build for myself. Okay. Because I, I, I mostly build, like I said, it's an outlet for my creativity and I have stuff in my head that I just want to get out. So that's, that's why I build mostly, just focus on my own stuff and build the stuff that I want. And I don't want to like waste time with other people's wishes. It's it's healthier. <laughs> I I unfortunately have done a little bit of commissioning and mm-hmm. then you're right, you I have a thousand ideas and I don't have time to do them for myself. Um but mm-hmm. then if you focus on the ones you build, then you get to show off what you actually enjoy doing, which is nice. And not that I don't enjoy commissions, they're fun. It's just, you know, you have a thousand other ideas that you could also have if you had the time. What uh what kind of projects are you working on now? Yeah, right now I'm <laughs> yeah, I can I can um yeah, I I don't tend to post a lot of pictures on my work in progress. And that's mostly because a lot of a lot of the stuff I build never gets finished. I think I might yeah, I I I give myself a pre- uh, like pressure if I post work in progress images that I don't want. 
So I don't, I don't, I don't want to pressure myself into finish a mock if if it's not good enough for me. But mm-hmm. um, so, but I can tell you right now that I'm, I work, uh, I'm working on a like a cyberpunk character or a figure, like the same. I, I built, I built some figures, like it's the same scale as the Overwatch Winston figure, or somewhat in that scale. Oh, cool. So it's a, it's a larger character. And it's supposed to be like a cyberpunk ninja or something like that. And uh, also in the same scale, I'm building a, a motorcycle for, uh, so it's supposed to be like a cyberpunk motorcycle or science fictiony motorcycle. That's what I'm working on. It's always a struggle trying to finish anything because you get distracted by other things. Yeah. How many other projects do you think are in your project bin? Like th- that I have um, work in progress right now. That you haven't finished. That I haven't yeah, finished. Haven't okay, finished. I think I have like six or seven. <laughs> but and That's, and also maybe yeah. they will never be finished because it also has to be fun. I mean, if it, if it isn't fun, it's not worth it. So if if right. I just right. start building something and I feel like this is a struggle, and when if I ever get finished, it won't be what I thought it would be when I started building, then it's not worth it anymore. I think. Then I just so I, I mostly actually tend to finish the smaller stuff. A lot of the bigger stuff that I have um, that I'm working on is uh, tend to never get finished. Oh yeah, I'm also I have a like a helmet that I'm working on. I was really inspired by some I don't recall his name now, but it was some guy on uh, on Instagram that's really talented at building helmets. Like uh, I mean real scale one-to-one helmets that you can put on so I, I started working on that one as well but yeah it's it's big so i don't know if i'll ever finish it the guy i think you're thinking of maybe um our brickitecture yeah. does some big helmets yeah, yeah. and i did an interview with him um a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago and talking about his ant-man helmet and his iron man and what all the things he's working on now um it is it is uh, interesting to see because most of the time you don't see those full-scale helmets often. No, no, he's really he's really awesome at that. You know, we talked about all your builds that you've done, and are there any like Legos or Lego sets that you really enjoy and have uh, you know taken the time to go out and buy and build in the in your recent couple months? Yeah, as as an adult returning to the lego hobby i bought some sets mostly the f- the first years but then i just discovered that i i already have enough parts so i don't think i need if i go out and buy a set i i don't even build them anymore i just just sort them out and just sort the, the parts into my bins but what i realized is that i when i buy sets i i just get a lot of parts that i never use so I don't buy a lot of sets anymore. I mostly buy parts from Bricks and Pieces and and um, Bricklink. But uh, last Christmas, I think, or maybe it was, was uh, Christmas before that, I bought a set to myself, and that was the Saturn V rocket. And that was an awesome building experience. I really enjoy that one. That's one of my favorites. I've, as I've said, I'm also a space nerd. Having the Saturn V was just like, one of the biggest space things that they could do and it it just took so long for them to finally get to but definitely well worth it yeah absolutely 
you know, in your process, you keep, you build these things and use these parts. Is it hard to find those unique parts such as, as you said, the Galador and you mean if they're hard to get the other one? to get by or from BrickLink? And, okay. Uh, yeah. To buy them. Yeah. Um, no, not really. I, because I, I mostly, I, I mostly, um, try to use parts that no one else wants. So they're they're mostly kind of cheap. Like uh, you can buy a lot of bionicle stuff for like nearly nothing at all because people just don't want it. So I I don't think that's a problem. I've um, there are just some parts that are that are that are expensive, but I try I tend to not use them. So I I mostly when I buy stuff from Bricklink I. I uh, have some some categories that I usually just take an extra look at. So I have like a wish list when I buy stuff on Bricklink, and then I go into a store, and uh, then I look at the if they have anything in the sports category, and the uh, Galidor category, and uh, like Technics, maybe Technic minifigure stuff. Yeah, there are some categories that I always take a look at because like in sports, there are some. Some really uh, cool parts that not many people know of, so I try to to buy them, and they're mostly very cheap. And uh, also um, the container containers, uh, you know, they're the, the XPod, uh, the XPods. You know about those? There was some kind of creator Lego creator set that came out maybe in the like ten years ago or something like that. Yeah, I had a few of them where they're you, the they had the clear cases that were like pods yes. that you could keep the Lego in. Yeah, yeah. And there were and there were two lids. So um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, the round lids. Yeah, I really like those, so I try to buy them. Not not every one that I find, but I, I I have some white and red and blue, so I try to use them. I I just love browsing Bricklink and uh, finding strange part that I've never seen or used before. That's cool because you can definitely do uh, so much more when you're using parts that are just so uncommon, and it makes your builds even that more that much more unique. Yeah, I I mean I have all the Galador sets somewhere too, and first I've never even considered using them for some of these builds, even though like they're the one off because most people don't either have them or see them as potential use. Mm, yeah, I know they have. A bad reputation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, it happens. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. With with how Lego's gone about this, their things, um, and as you as you're coming back to Lego, are you continuing to find some of these sets and series that you didn't see when you were in your dark age? That you're like, wow, those are really cool. Those are things that maybe I would be interested in building again. Uh, you mean old sets? Yeah, that that Lego came out okay. with so like series like. No, not really. I'm I'm not, I don't think I'm interested in sets anymore at all, actually. Because you can't, you usually just don't build them, so there's no point at that point. Yeah, exactly. I just feel it's. I, I'm more interested in building my own stuff, so I'm not I'm not interested in, in the old sets. But I'm I. It was very. Um, it was like discovering a, a treasure. When I came back to Lego, so I and I discovered all these strange themes that I've never seen before. Uh, when I started, when I like 15, and I, I didn't 
when I kind of got into my dark age, there hadn't hadn't been any Bionicle. So that was uh, something that I discovered afterwards, like Hero Factory. A lot of these strange themes, you know, like like uh, sports, uh, like there's this uh, Lego Technic uh, hockey sports theme. It's really weird. The Technic figures that don't really look like hockey players, but more like hockey robots. There's some really cool parts there. I enjoyed looking through what I had missed, uh, but not so much the sets, but more that I really enjoyed to discover discover these uh, new old parts from ages ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, seeing those parts and how they work now with the newer parts is is just um, yeah, it makes it cool because like well. Any le- almost any Lego that's ever been made can still be used in uh, sets now. Yeah, definitely. I think so. Yeah, and uh, I used um, we we did, we discussed the Winston character, the Overwatch, the over the Junkertown Winston, and uh, I used mm-hmm. a lot of Galidor pieces in that one. Actually, the entire I think the entire torso of the gorilla is a Galidor torso. And it just fits perfectly with the gorilla figure, like the the back with the way the back arches. It's a very gorilla-like torso, so that's why, yeah, it, it just worked perfectly for that. And I, I can't wait to see, you know, as you continue to adapt and make new ones just like that, uh, or similar with those parts, because you just don't, as we said, it's unique, and you get to see some of those things more often as you keep doing it. Yeah. And I try to use. Um, you, you mentioned the word unique two times now, and that's what I, I, I think I'm going for with my builds is that I, I try to build stuff that I haven't seen anyone else build before. Because uh, so that's may, that may be a reason why I don't build a lot of Star Wars because there's there's so many great Star Wars mocks out there that it feels like everything has already been been done. So I don't I don't feel very inspired by that, but I I sometimes build Star Wars, but then I just I try to find stuff that yeah like conceptual art that never got used in the movie, um, and and I I try to build that stuff instead. Yeah, because concepts are always the first go before they finally get to what they're really yeah. gonna make, and that's that does make it really creative. They make like hundreds. Of those designs that 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 just end up on the in, in the trash can there are a lot of great designs that never get used yeah and so now you get to repurpose them and do that well i just want to you know thank you again for coming on today i i really like your designs i like that you do use all the parts that lego's done because it can definitely make your designs more intricate with more detail and can in consideration of things that most people don't and for my final question today is, as we talked about, you had your dark age. You were when you did it younger as a builder, then coming back to it as an adult. How do you think Lego really has affected and changed your life? Yeah, that that's. Um, I have some some answers to. That. I have several answers to that actually. Um, the first thing that I would like to mention is that I didn't know about when I started building with Lego as an adult. It, it's the community that it's the Eiffel community that's really been a great experience to discover 
that there are so many great builders that are just very eager to give feedback and uh, they're just really nice guys. I mean that as uh, guys as like both female and, and male. Um, nice persons, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Um, <laughs> as I mentioned before, the, the Swedish lug, uh, Swebrick, it was <clears throat> very... When, when I started, I just started joining the forum and just started lo like looking at the, what other people built. But then there was a, a regional gathering in uh, Stockholm. So I just felt like, yeah, that, that could be fun. Just meeting some other people that are, have the same interest. And that was a very, uh, I, I, I didn't know that that would be so much fun. And that the, mo some of these people I, I consider my friends that I would meet like so much people in the Lego community that would give me so much on a personal level and uh, just try to, to meet other Lego builders. That's a very uh, fun and fulfilling ex experience. Also, I'd like to mention the on the same note, the there is an event in Denmark. I know it's uh, like not so easy to go to Denmark if you live in in the in America, but it's uh, called the Skærbæk Fan Weekend. It's uh, like just um, uh, hours drive from Billund uh, in Denmark, where the Lego factory is. So there come there's uh, a falls from all over the world who gathers there, mostly Europe, of course, but there has been people from like South America, uh, USA, Japan. They uh, all gather there in uh, it's uh, usually the last weekend of September, and they all just show off their stuff to other a falls and um, just talk to each other and learn stuff from each other. And also when I've been uh, there, I think it was 2017, there was a lot of people from uh, who work at Lego who came there and talked to us, AFOLs. And that was an awesome experience. Um, yeah, so that that's the community is uh, like a surprise, a pleasant surprise uh, that I didn't know when I started building Lego. As I mentioned before, like the creative outlet that I had struggled to find that I did find with Lego. That was an awesome experience, just to be able to to build <laughs> cool stuff. And I also learned some some things about creativity that I didn't know before. That I'd like to mention that I've always like believed before that creative creativity is maybe something like like a talent that you either you have it or you don't have it. But you can actually practice creativity, and creativity comes. It goes hand in hand with uh, good sleep and uh, ex exercise. So that that if you're sleeping well and exercising, it actually boosts your creativity, and uh, also that you can, through experimentation, you can find creative uses that you would not otherwise have uh, discovered. So that's why I, I tend to sometimes just look at my parts, see what I have, and just experiment. Just try to, what happens if I put these two parts together? Okay, that didn't work. What happens if, what happens if I take this, these two and t put them together? Okay, that worked. And, and to see when you're building, just to keep looking at your build as an experiment 
<clears throat> all the way through and never getting stuck with a fixed image in, in your head that that you're trying to achieve because that actually it hinders you your creativity i would say i do yeah yeah i do it's definitely um you know you have to challenge yourself in so many different ways it's not just uh like you said creativity creativity is continuing to learn and try new things constantly so you're always going to be um adapting and learning and uh, trying something that may not work. Um, and that's usually success is always somehow yeah. found through failure. And that the hardest part is people need to understand failure is good in some, in a lot of cases because it gets you to, to really learn from it. Exactly. And so that you, yeah, just keep practicing and don't give up and just try new stuff. That's one of the main thing I've learned through this hobby, actually. Yeah. And I think those are great things to learn, especially, you know, as we're always online, like you are, and this is the, this is getting into using that and the physical world to, to get your creativity out there. And I, I know I appreciate it. And I know a lot of yeah. other people's do, especially from your accounts and just seeing how people use it. Uh, and, and I, I think you're, as you continue to build, you'll get that awesome sci-fi creativity out in Lego form. Yeah, and my main, I'd say that what I, why I build uh, and why I put stuff out there, why I sh show off my my stuff, is that I mo mainly I want to inspire other people to also build cool stuff, and just I I want to show them what it's what what is possible to build with Lego, and uh, and um, yeah, don't don't I I don't want people to feel like discouraged or put off by um, that that they think my my stuff is just impossible to build uh, that's that's not what i try to achieve i just want people to see that you can build really cool stuff and just keep practicing you'll be able to do it as well exactly take the challenge and don't don't fee don't be scared of it just just go about it yeah well oscar i want to thank you again this was really fun and you know Definitely coming from someone rejoining the community, it's it's great to see and 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 hear how you've taken your creativity to this level. The the sci-fi stuff is great because you you get to see a different world, and seeing that world through your eyes is really uh, enjoyable. And I want everyone to definitely the the links to his accounts will be in the show notes as always, um, and uh, you know. Get your creativity out there. Don't be scared. Just like Oscar said, just just take your time and do what you, you like. Fail and fail and fail and succeed in the same sense. Yeah, exactly. Well, everyone, thank you again for listening uh, to the Back to Break podcast. I hope you really enjoyed this week's designer episode. Uh, check out his work uh, in the show notes here. And if you really enjoyed it, make sure you leave a comment and subscribe as we're going to continue doing all kinds of great interviews and discussions here in the future. Uh, and so I will leave you as I always do with get creative, get out there and go build something. Get creative, get out there and go build something.